Welcome everybody in to another episode of the NFL Mox Podcast. Hope you're jamming to Sundown by Joseph McDade in the background um, as it fades away. Nate, I feel like we need a more pumped up theme to start the show. All the other kids. Not like that? No, 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 no. Not like that? No, oh, instrumental. Okay, I gotcha. I need I mean, an instrumental. I'll sir. see what I can cook up with the old uh, guitar and piano here at the house. That's fine. Or research. Research is also good because I feel like we need to be more pumped up right now because free agency is well underway. That's fair. As we sit here. So, lot, 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 lot to get to here. Um, oh, yeah. J- Nate here with me. Jake, as always. Hey. As well. That's me. Yes, Nate is him. That there is you go. me. I am yes. myself. Great start there. Most um, days. So, yeah, ten thirty on Wednesday. Feels like we've been quarantined for I don't know eight years. Yeah, at least. I'm so bored. Literally just a week work. ago, the NBA canceled the season. Yeah, that feels like it was forever ago. Too. How I is that a week ago? Sports to help my life go faster. You know what's? It, it's funny because. We talked about like or, or, like in February. I always saw the tweets that like, oh, this <laughs> this month is like I don't know, eighteen years. March has been longer. Yeah, it really has. Which is tough to think about. I mean, it's my birthday month too, so usually it goes by like I know, decently right? quick. But no, we're not in college, Nate. That's why the months just all blend together. Yeah, it's it's tough. Especially when there's no sports. There is zero um, sports. So, yeah, we're forced to, you know, watch replays of the Super Bowl, which is on NFL Network right now. I've been watching soccer. So, soccer? I'm going to start They're watching still doing the Korean it. Basketball League. No, it's the replays. Oh. The Korean Basketball League. Yeah, Sounds apparently that's like the only league that's like going on right now. Hmm. Well, I guess they probably they have things under control. I think so. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Well, they um, just straight up quarantined everybody because they're such a small yeah. country that they were like, "Oh yeah, we could do that." Right. That's like saying like having I I don't know how many people they have. It's like Des Moines, Iowa. I think basically shutting down. It's probably not that really. Small. No, it's not that small. No, I, I was think, gonna what, say like fifty million. Fifty million. Yeah. So like, if New York and it's super or dense. California it's shut down for seven million. Right. Like New York and California, maybe. Yeah. If they just two states shut down, like that's yeah. Yeah. By the way, my team in the Korean Basketball League is the Incheon Electroland Elephants. That's a crazy name. And yeah, it's fantastic. But pretty cool. Okay. So we had a pre-free agency show, Nate. And I'm going through our lovely predictions here. Did I say Tom Brady to Oakland? Dallas. Ah, see, that would have been fun. Also, how can he go to Oakland? Uh, Shut up. (laughs) Vegas. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Whatever. Hey, you did get A.J. Green to Cincinnati. Looky there. Even though those weren't predictions, but they were favorite destinations anyway. I will take it. Hey. Nothing wrong with that. I got the wrong running back going to Houston from Arizona. Yeah, that hurt. Perfect lead-in to our first grade and reaction. Um, Nate, do you want to read what I wrote on <laughs> the Google Doc? Uh, I can read it, yeah. <clears throat> we need to get some yeah. like, 
back Make sure you clear your throat. Like, get some like. It's not the coronavirus. I'm just clearing my throat. I promise. Make sure. Make sure you have some tea. <clears throat> Bill O'Brien is actually dumb. That's it. That's the sentence. Yeah. And it's true. That's what, really all you need doing? to know. So, like, DeAndre Hopkins was reported to be moved, right? Right. And so you're thinking, okay, potentially. Yeah. And so it's like got to be for a lot, It's got to be right? a big contract. Right. And so you're thinking, like, okay, what team, you know, be willing to part with enough for that? And there were, like, only a couple teams that came to mind. One of them was Indy, actually. Mm-hmm. That maybe you're like, oh. You know, Indy gives up a first potentially for that, and it's DeAndre Hopkins. You know, and you're sitting there like, well, if, if C.D. Lamb had been drafted there, it's pretty much the same thing in retrospect. Um, so, you know, you're like, okay, that makes sense. Miami, maybe. I don't know. They want to get spicy with it, potentially. Um, not Arizona. Mm-mm. And not because they weren't a good fit. It's just because, like, that you'd give up a first and, you know, potentially more than that, potentially another top 50 pick. And then Arizona's potentially, you know, not picking till the third round. And you're like, well, that's no. So when you hear David Johnson's going to Houston, you're not thinking Hopkins is going to return. Mm-hmm. And not that that was the only thing, but again, we, everybody probably knows who's listening. It's Hopkins in 2024th to Arizona for David Johnson, a 2022nd and a 2021 fourth. That's such an ugly trade. It's not even funny. Man. If David so Johnson like, was what he was a while ago, but he hasn't been that, so... Here's what we need to talk about, okay? It's just stupid. We need to talk about how the average annual value of Hopkins and Johnson's contracts are almost identical. Oh, my God. Does that make it worse? Yeah, that makes it a lot worse. I think worse. it does. That makes it ten times I'm like, worse. I, I was... Just thinking about this, I'm like, I'm pretty sure David Johnson Sheesh. signed like a three-year, $39 million deal or something like that. And again, obviously, there's no guarantee he gets all that. Mm-hmm. Just like DeAndre Hopkins. But I think it was like three for 39. I think Hopkins is like three for 38 or three for 40, like the rest of the way. I mean, I think Johnson's is two years. but So then you, you have that, and you're like, okay, well, they're both making similar amounts. Bill O'Brien's traded for other running backs already, like last last August. This is so ugly. Yeah, so there's bad. a couple on this list that I think are really ugly, but yes, there are. Most I of them so. are trades. So <laughs> yeah, most of the trades are not great. Yeah, the market has been all over the place in terms of return value. This has been a crazy free agency so far, which makes sense because it's a freaking crazy year. 2020 is yeah, 2020 something off, else. Off. So, all right, Nate, I need your grade for Houston and grade for Arizona. Um, Arizona swindled them. Uh, right. I love DeAndre Hopkins with his baby mamas included. Uh, Bill O'Brien, you're a moron, especially for saying that. You should be fired for saying stuff like that if it's true. Um, yeah, if that report is true about what he said. Oh, he should be fired. Hopkins took the high road on Twitter. It was wild. Yeah, yeah. I, if he said that, what he should guy. be gone. Um, yeah. But he should be gone anyway because this was dumb. Anyway, regardless, a grade, I think I give Arizona. Oh, man. Kyler Murray is 
Gonna yeah, be a what? very happy man. Um, I'd give it an A. I'd give it a solid A. Give it a solid A. And f- I would, uh, yeah. For Bill O'Brien and company, uh, it's hard not to give this one an F, Jake. No, I 100% agree. It's an A, it's an F. I mean, Arizona is now taking care of, you know, a wide receiver need where people thought, okay, they're probably going wide receiver to eight. Right, now you don't have to. You have so many options. Best thing ever for them is they only gave up their the 40th pick now. And I think it, as far as what they're going to do, I would love to see them break the league and just say, you know what, we're taking Henry Ruggs. Oh, my goodness. I don't just think because that sounds they won't, yeah. they won't do it now, but they're going to go defense now. I think it's defense or it's tackle. Oh, true. Yeah, true, true. Like if Tristan Wirfs or Jedrick Wills is on the board, take that man. That's really, that would be extremely, it would be very tough for me to pass on either of them. Even if Isaiah Simmons was there, even if Derek Brown's there, but uh, yeah, I, boy, you had Tristan Wirfs. It's interesting to see other people project like Mackay Becton there. Yeah, that is interesting. I don't like him that high though, but yeah, that's just I, me. Ben Solak made an interesting point actually on on his on the pod. He's on. He said that um, Becton in, in the in that offense, if the ball comes out quick, you're only asking Becton to just get an initial punch on a guy, basically. Right. With the amount of power he has. You know, yeah. So I guess the fit maybe makes more sense there. But like when you're talking about like an offense that you know maybe wants to get guys in space, yeah, you know, and wants to get that... blocking downfield, I would love to see Worf there only because he's so dang athletic. Yeah, if you're that high up too, and those guys are there, why be like, okay, yeah, we're gonna take you because you work. You might not necessarily be the right. best, but you work. That's, That's a waste. Yeah. That's an absolute. Waste. I know. I don't like that. But it's again. We've seen Arizona make some head scratching picks before. That's so very true. But I'm not doing gonna a good job completely right completely yeah, I'm not gonna completely rule it out. However, I, I think Wirfs would be like the guy I would really want there right now. At eight, anyway. So that's what I'm thinking. Cause if you what do you think their biggest priority is on defense? We'll try to get through this. I I know we gotta get through a lot, but Oh, just curious. You're asking me questions Biggest, off the mark here. Because um, D tackle's a big need. Yeah, probably need a linebacker. Could use a corner opposite Peterson, but I don't I think was, that's as high a priority. I was going to say a linebacker. I, I I think it's got to be linebacker? linebacker right now. I mean, okay. defensive line is really important, but it's just is there a defensive tackle that high up at that spot that's going to be there that I could justify? I don't know. I don't know. I would like Javon Kinlaw there. That's fair. Actually. Yeah, I suppose he. Would I would be like him there more than Brown, and I think there's just some teams like Indianapolis is one of them, but now obviously it doesn't matter. But there are some teams that where you want a, like a three tech who could just you know attack. Yeah, and that's just true. win with it. He's got more athleticism, I think, and it just his motor's not stop. That's a guy I would be solid with there. But again, it's you know, are you going to draft Simmons there? I don't know. Man, I just I think tackle is too yeah too tempting. Now, now if Akuda's there at eight, yeah, we can have a fair. conversation. You know, yeah, that, I doubt it. Well, he's gonna but, be by all indication an all timer. So I mean, like, like you hate to put I, that title on someone so early, yeah, but but 
I don't know how the Lions, with what they've done, do not take him. Yeah, I don't know either. So, okay. Oh, last thing on this one, and then we'll move on. <laughs> the Texans have the 40th pick now. What are they? What do they do there? That's a good question. Um, as far as it goes, maybe edge. Could you see edge there? I guess it just depends on how the board falls, honestly. I haven't run a lot with the Texans, even before that. So I'm trying to think. They brought back Bradley Roby. I mean, they still have Merciless. They still have Watt. They lost DJ Reader. Makes the tackle interesting, maybe. Those poor guys on that team. Linebacker, they're pretty good with McKinney and Cunningham. I like those two. Honestly, the offensive line could still use work. Yeah, um, there'll probably be some. There'll probably be some intriguing tackles there. They should draft a wide receiver. I would like Denzel Mims there at forty. Not sure he'll be there. That's who I'd like at forty for them. Okay. I don't know, man. Trying to jam all these wide receivers up into this top forty, it, it it's been insane. He could very well be there, you know, because it's one of those things. It's such it a could deep be class. It's insane. Yeah, I was I was rolling through um, a mock draft on uh, the new mock draft database. Uh, the guy who does that, mm-hmm. he has the simulator now, mm-hmm. and I like it. Um, shout out to him. Um, I was doing that, and I'm like looking at myself and like this. These guys could take a receiver; they don't need it, you know. And the, all these guys could fall down. They really could. Yeah, very easily. They could fall down, or they could rise right up. It's just one of yeah. those things. Like I was, like I did one where I had the Broncos. They they had they had. Two receivers of the top three still there at fifteen. Mm-hmm. I guess totally possible. So I could see Mims at forty. I think it'd be good. Okay. So we graded that. All right. Let's get to the next one. Indianapolis Colts make a huge splash, Nate. Huge splash. Yeah. And Ballard talked about this at the combine. It's time for a big name, big contract in that locker room. Well, they've done two of them now. Yeah. I guess. Um, but first, trading the thirteenth overall pick. Highly coveted pick um, for DeForest Buckner. Who, man, did a film review on him. Oh, it's hard not to love this. I don't know how you can't. Seeing like, what he's been able to do, I have oh, no idea how you don't love it. I mean, so you're so basically you're you're saying Buckner's your first round pick this year, right? That's that's how that works for those out there listening. It's gonna be he's hard to beat saying, that. Like, and again, you, you're like, oh, yeah, they could have selected Kinlaw there. Well, Kinlaw's a projection. We don't know anything about him. Yeah. It's going like, to be I hard like to him a ton, that, right? No matter what he ends up being. Right. And so I like Kinlaw a ton. Don't get me wrong. Your like, odds of failure 10. are so much better than your odds of success. Take right. proven it, talent it, all day, every day. Listen, we, we're talking about the defensive tackles who, I, you know, are super fun to watch. And you're talking about, like, you know, for every DeForest Buckner who went seventh, right? Mm-hmm. You get Leonard Williams who has you know, who many thought, oh, he's a steal that the Jets got him at six, and yet he, he didn't produce enough there. He's going to the Giants, didn't produce enough there. They still franchise tag him. So you never know with these guys. Proven commodity, take it. Yeah, it's I agree. Impact. I agree. I think uh, I'm giving this one an A. I, I love this pickup from them. Yes. I Super love excited for my new hometown team to be great. Nate, we're going to be going to so many games. Yeah, I know. Get ready. It'll be great. I Let's love Lucas Oil, too. I love that place. Haven't even been in there yet, but can't wait to go. It's awesome. 
Um, um, great part of town, too, if you ignore how sketchy it is. <laughs> um, Cities, man. But random thought. I know we're not going back to this really quick. Justin Matabuike would make sense for Houston at 40 if he's there. Again, yeah. There are a lot of nice D tackles there, I think. Could make sense. I was just thinking about nice that. One. I was just, I was just calling nice my one. brain. I yeah. work slow. No, I totally get I like that one. But yeah, uh, yeah actually, if, if they want, partner, sorry. if they want a nose, like a true nose, Davon Hamilton later mm-hmm. on day two, Gallimore can play nose. Kinlaw even lined up at nose. He won't be there, but just random thought. Also. Just a random thought. I will also give that an A for the Colts. However, I think it is a B B plus for the Niners. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it has the fair. potential. To later down the line be graded as a C or worse. Yeah. And here's why I'm going to say that. Now, the defensive line has a ton of star talent. Nick Bosa is outstanding. No debating that. It was interesting because it was like a half hour before the trade. They signed Armstead to a long-term deal. $17 million a year, Nate. And if he keeps at the level he performed at, then it's fine. And then I'm like, okay, the line will probably not be as good with Buckner, but if Armstead can do things Buckner can do, then we're okay. Maybe not at the same level, but if he goes down to what he's been doing up until this breakout season, they're in trouble. Solomon Thomas has not worked out. You're going to be asking Nick Bosa to carry that defensive line. All you have to do is send your, you know, you hit a running back in the backfield, chip him. Double team him. And then the Niners defensive line is not what it is. Mm-hmm. That's my rant. No, I agree. I agree. It's just it's all going to be bent on can Armstead produce? Can he produce and how does this thirteenth pick turn out? Right. And that's the other here's why it's good though for the Niners is you have thirteen and thirty one now. You don't pick till round five after thirty one. You can move back from both picks get more, still get impact players. In theory, yeah. Yeah. And I think they probably will do that. Or you could take Jerry Judy at 13. Well, that's the other thing, though. Yeah, that's true. They could take Judy or someone like that at 13. Maybe C.J. Henderson, if they're thinking we need a corner. Take right? a replacement or Christian for Fulton. Jimmy Garoppolo. Just kidding. Or that. Just kidding. You, know? <laughs> Just you kidding. never know. But yeah, I think you make sense. Jerry Judy, maybe then trade out of 31. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the best. Especially depending Honestly, on how the board falls. It's wild to think about this, but just put this in the back of your mind. The Colts have 34. The Niners have 31. Jordan Love takes a draft. They tumble. The Colts trade back in again with the Niners in the same offseason to get Jordan Love while the Niners accumulate more picks. I'm just going to let that one sit there for a minute. (laughs) Mind blown. Could you imagine? They trade again. The Colts land Jordan Love. It would make sense. Absolutely. Maybe the Bucks want to come up for a quarterback. You never know. So, I would. I think from a draft perspective, it's good for the Niners who need more capital. Will the D line be the same? It remains to be seen. I'm. A, I. I would like to see them. I. It's cool to watch that defensive line work. So hopefully Armstead, you know, continues that growth for them. Mm-hmm. All right. Speaking of the Bucks. Speaking of the Bucks, Tom Brady is a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, and I'm not sure how to feel about it, Nate. I still don't think it's set in for most people yet. It won't until we see him in the jersey. Yeah, that's the thing. Once he runs out in, 
what's supposedly going to be new Buccaneers uniforms. It sounds like they're going to be like the ones back in like the early 2000s. Which are awesome. Yes. They still need the creamsicle, though. They absolutely still need it. Yeah, Tom Brady in the creamsicle jersey would be legendary. Yeah, I agree. There's also going to be a fight over who gets the number 12. Yeah, Chris Godwin going to pass it off. Yeah, he will. He'll pass it off. Tom Brady, you know, be like, you you want like a Lambo for the 12? (laughs) Like, heck yeah. Just because he can? Yeah, just because he can. Okay. Initial thoughts and grade for Tom Brady. Uh, It's great in the short term. Uh, I like the fit, at least, with a lot of weapons in that offense. They still got to play defense, and uh, they still got to build a little bit on that offensive line, too. But uh, I think it's one of the better landing spots he could have asked for. And it's Tom Brady. I mean, I know he wasn't the greatest last year. But this year, I, man, it's a scary good signing for them. And I like it for him for the short term, especially. Yeah. Um, I'm giving it an A. Just a flat A. Yeah, I think A, A minus. It, it, Bruce Arians wants someone who's a vet. He wanted a vet in the building. Yeah. It was very clear. Because he's on the verge of retiring. Yep. And getting back out of the game. So this is a chance to get a, you know, couple years at a run here. And, you know, it's a, it's going to be a hotly contested division. I, I now think the Buccaneers and Saints are firmly, you know, in place as the two real contenders. Atlanta, I'm shaky about. Carolina, I'm even more shaky about. But again, you get those two teams now. So we get now, Nate, Brady Breeze twice, Brady Rogers, and Brady Mahomes again this year. Jesus H. Sick. Love it. So again, Brady gets better weapons. He's got Evans, Godwin. And now hopefully, Arians will find a freaking way to use O.J. Howard, please. Maybe. Hopefully. Tom Brady wants a tight end in that offense. He wants a tight end in his offense. O.J. Howard's so good. The Patriots were trying to trade for him. Yep. And now they so, just lost Tom and God. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing for the Patriots. Jared Stidham, Nate, your guy. Yeah, I'm excited. This will be the first time I can watch Patriots games and like not be completely angry yeah. about it. I'll tell you, um, Mike DeBate, good friend. Good guy from Full Press. Um, known him a while. Wrote a great piece on Brady. And I tell you what, it, it makes you think a little bit, you know, about the competitor he is. And, and you know, you kind of, I, I think I have new perspective on just going out watching him just be a competitor that he's always been. And I think that's a big reason that he's moved. I think that was big for him. It's on to the next one. It's a, can I get ring seven somewhere else with this team? But like you said, and, and so I, I love the signing. Brady, it's going to be fun. You said it's going to be interesting for New England. I don't think they're out of the market of quarterback yet. Cam Newton, Jameis Winston Boo. are still there. I know your boy Stidham. Boo. They may hand it to him. They may hand it to him. You never know. Boo. So, so the Patriots now are in an interesting situation. But again, you, like you said, you you hammered it home. Offensive line needs work immediately for this team. Yep. They are hoping, praying, one of the four guys makes it to 14. Yep. If you had to guess, who is the most likely to make it there? Um. Oh, man. Uh, maybe like a Makai Becton. You think? Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It, it, I, I think would hesitate to say that they'll trade up, but <laughs> Andrew yeah, Thomas could. Yeah, that would Honestly, probably I be my second Andrew Thomas, and Becton's I feel bad for Andrew Thomas. going to be tempting to somebody who just is like, yeah, this dude's a giant. Right. I feel bad for Andrew Thomas because I feel like he's just 
I mean, these other guys have come up, and he's been freaking rock solid. His hey, time man, in Georgia. You don't keep climbing, you're gonna get left behind. That's just how it works. It's fair, but I think he's been just darn rock solid, and I think he'd be great in Tampa. Yeah, I agree. I've liked him for a while, so, and I think he'll be really good. Yes, um, I think he'll be very solid in Tampa Bay. Okay, so we graded that one. Now this is a big one. Not super shocking. Um, Tom, or not, whoa, I almost read the Tom Brady one again. Nate. Tom Brady back to Dallas, five years, hundred million. Yes, uh, Amari Cooper's going back to Dallas, five years, hundred million. They tagged Dak Prescott. I mean, this has got to be an A for Dallas. I think. Yeah. Sounds like sounds like Washington was offering more, and by more, I'm sure they mean not more per year, probably six years. Yeah, is my I guess. would agree. At least that's what I've heard. When so. you have a guy like Amari Cooper, you lock him up. Uh, and honestly, they've waited way too long to pay Dak, but you know they got him in the end. So, but yeah, we'll this see one... what Dak Prescott does for a long term deal as as he's been tagged. But. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see how this year is for him. I mean, I think he's got everything there to succeed. We'll see if he yep. does. Yeah. And again, Murray Cooper, that was had to happen for Dallas. This is a number one receiver. One of the best best receivers to come out of Alabama. He's been good in the NFL. Again, he drops a couple passes here and there, but overall, his route running is exceptional. Got to happen as a number one. Yeah, I agree. I give that one an A, too. Yeah. Um, man, so far I've not only given out one. A's and F's, but this one is not getting an A, this, that's for sure. I don't think this one gets an F. No, me either. But it's not good. No, Let's me Let's just either. say that. Okay. So the Falcons so, trade a second rounder for tight end Hayden Hurst. It's a little bit more than that. Let me make sure I get this, but you can keep going. But with the gist of that, what are you going to give this grade in terms of the return with Hayden Hurst? Because honestly... Man, they gave up a lot to get Hayden Hurst. I think this was a panic reaction. So here's the deal. Yeah, okay. So the Falcons got Hurst and a 2024th in exchange for a, a second and a fifth, basically. All are 2020 picks. So again, the Falcons are in panic because you lose Austin Hooper, right? Right. Good tight end. Had a really, really productive year. And... You know, he goes and gets paid. We'll talk about him in a, in a little bit here. Actually, next. Never mind. <laughs> but I think the Falcons panicked. Don't know why they did this. I get it. You have two second-round picks. Why do this, though? Hayden Hurst was a first-round pick by the Ravens. They drafted Andrews in the third, and he's out. He's outplayed him yep. in Baltimore. So yeah, I just I, need to understand why they went from Austin Hooper. Again, I, I thought Austin Hooper was, like, solid. Didn't think he was a game-breaker. I'm okay with, with Atlanta not paying him. But then, in a class where you can get a receiving tight end who can reach the ceiling that Austin Hooper is at definitely. very easily, like a Bryson Hopkins, Adam definitely. Troutman. Again, they're probably not going to be able to block very well, but you get... A solid player who you can get be a receiver, threat, yeah, exactly. And you don't have to give up a second round pick for it. Yeah, I don't get it. I I'm really going don't. on rants. I don't get because it of at these all. picks. Atlanta, man, Baltimore is fleecing people. They gave up a fifth for Calais Campbell. 
Then they turn Hayden Hurst into a second round pick somehow. Baltimore's winning the Super Bowl. Okay. This is a D for me. It's not an F, but it's it's a D. Yeah, I think I'm a little be... bit more harsh. I'm giving it a D minus. Okay. I just don't okay, I get it. he's gonna come out probably next year and have like seven hundred yards and like yeah, six probably. touchdowns, and people will be like, oh see? It's like no. That second round pick could have been J.K. Dobbins or Jonathan Taylor. But yeah. you sit around and instead you go, okay, we need a tight end that's average. Let's go get one for a second round pick. Come on. Yeah, I don't get it. Especially not when you can have pretty much any tight end you want in the class, probably in that uh, second round spot instead. Yeah. You want an all around tight end? Then fine, Cole Komet, I guess. I you want know. somebody that's kind of in between? Fine, go get Chase Claypool. Oh, my. <laughs> there you go. I just. Thomas Dimitrov is usually smarter than this. It's really tough, too, because they're going to be playing weird. with the fourth best quarterback in the NFC South. <laughs> All right, do you want to skip to that one first? No. Let's, we might as well, because. No, you already brought, Nate, you no. brought it up. <laughs> fine, we'll go to you that one. You brought it up. Back. All right, so that's a D and a D minus from us if you're keeping track of grades. Yeah, that one's ugly. Go bring this one up first. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So Teddy Two Glove making a big move, getting that bag, which is very understandable. He did consider the Saints uh, by all reports, which, you know, understandable. There's still time. Uh, But he needed to go get his money, and uh, the Saints needed a win-now mode and couldn't really pay that right now. Definitely not with Drew Brees coming back. I think Drew Brees, if he would have left, like he apparently was considering very strongly, Teddy would have stayed. Uh, But for right now, he's going over to Carolina, staying in the division, uh, playing against a secondary a couple of times this year, again, the Saints who have played against him in practice for a couple of years, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, dude lit up the or the lit up the league when he was playing for the Saints, and not in the way that like oh he was putting up Patrick Mahomes stats. He was just putting out solid performance after solid performance when everybody counted him out. And I hope he can continue to do that at Carolina. Uh, that automatically qualifies him as the third best starting quarterback in the league or in the NFC, in the NFC South. I cannot get my specifics right. <laughs> I yeah, keep so downgrading. Teddy Bridgewater. Um, do we have the numbers on that? On like his contract, I can find or it. Something, right? I can find it. I think it was three for. It's a twenty million dollar deal. Twenty million. 60, twenty million guaranteed. I have no idea. It's just twenty million. I see three for sixty-three. It's got to be like twenty million guaranteed, guaranteed. Forty in his first two seasons. Was twenty the signing bonus? Probably, I would assume so. Because this is on CBS, so it's not fake news. It must be in the first year, because I see 40 guaranteed first two seasons, but he gets sixty up to 63. Yeah. That's what I see. Okay. So, interesting move here. The same day that you give Cam Newton the okay to be traded that he didn't ask you to give him. Right. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> Which, first of all, is just a weird strategy in itself. I, I understand moving on from Newton because, again, this is Matt Rule. He has control. This is a long-term de- rebuild type of thing that he's trying to put together. But signing Teddy is interesting. 
I would have played one more year with Cam and then drafted a quarterback. This next quarterback class is too intriguing for me. That made more sense to me. Anyway. And trust, I am glad for Teddy. I, I'm glad that he's getting his I'm money. I'm glad he got that bag. Redemption story to being paid like this after the horrific Now he can buy a Minnesota. chop. Chop style. Yeah. But this just confuses me with a team who seemed like this was a full rebuild mode type of deal. It's like, okay, move on from Newton. Makes perfect sense. Oh, we're getting Teddy for three years. Now, Joe Brady's offense. Teddy's a quick distributor. That he is. And I think there are certain concepts where Teddy will succeed because of that. Now, they need more help. They need a lot more help. Tight end especially. Um, I don't think Curtis Samuel fits this team anymore. He was more the gadget, get this ball in space type of deal. This is that's really not Joe Brady's offense, right? Per se, Curtis Samuel would be better off in McCaffrey's role, but McCaffrey's got that obviously. Yeah, you're not taking anything from McCaffrey, right? So you're giving everything to him. <laughs> yeah. So now I'm intrigued to see if they're really going to keep Curtis Samuel on this roster. Or they're going to try to move him for a, like a mid-late round pick to a team that needs one. <clears throat> Green Bay. Um, so that would actually make a lot of sense. But it'll be interesting to see how they add weapons around this. What do you think they do at seven now? Obviously, quarterback's completely out of the picture. But we assumed that for the most right. part. Uh, say that again. Sorry, I was reading about oh, Darius Slay. So... Oh, we'll get to that. Um, so what do you think Carolina does at seven now? Since we'll try to bring this all back to the draft a little bit, at least. A little bit oh, anyway. buddy. They have a number of needs that need filling, and it's all planning for the future now for them. Obviously, well. the popular pick is Derek Brown. Yeah, which is very understandable. And it's hard not very to. Very understandable. You know. It's hard to argue against that. All right, so if the board went Burrow, Young, Akuda. Becton, Tua, Herbert, what are you doing? I can't even keep all that straight just off the top of my head. So three quarter, top three quarterbacks went off. I'm pretty dumb. Or consensus, right? Then Young, Becton, and Akuda went off. Is Isaiah Simmons not gone? It's not. He's not, no. Uh, Isaiah Simmons or Derek Brown. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you, okay. Because it could be that. Now, if Simmons comes off instead of Becton... I think the pick's brown. Yeah, I agree. That's Obviously, if kind a is there, you take him. At that but, spot. Yeah, okay. Just thought I'd check in and see what the thoughts were on Carolina. Moving back may be a good option. Yeah. So. We are at. Yeah, okay. Where are we going back to oh, now? Oh, Teddy, the great the move. Great the move. Oh, um, mm, this one's not getting as high. I give it a. An A for Teddy and a B minus for Carolina. Wow, I was okay. Nate, you read my mind because I was thinking B minus as well. Yeah, that's kind of where so, I'm sitting. That's right where now. I'm at. I'm so glad for Teddy. I just I'm intrigued because I'm not really sure what Carolina's doing. Nope. And what their plan is right now. Nope. Maybe that'll come clearer in the, in the next like week or so with free agency and then the draft. Obviously, like four or five weeks, but it weird. Anyway, so now okay. we're moving back to the Browns. Browns to the Browns, who have now made. Three real impact signings here. Right. And I think that's all they've done. Let me make sure. But first off, they kick things off. 
with Austin Hooper. And he was the best tight end on the market after Hunter Henry got tagged by the Chargers. Right. So his $11 million is a little high, but for the market, it's not. Um, and with how the Browns will probably use two tight ends in formations, I think it'll be good. Uh, so for Austin Hooper, oh, uh, I'm going to give it a B plus. Okay. I it, it, it was reported the Packers were in on this. Understandable. And they always want to sign a tight end. It usually doesn't so work. So glad that they missed out on signing Hooper. Yeah, it usually doesn't work so out. So glad because one they have Sternberger in there who's you know I want to see how he works out. Then they immediate then they brought back Mercedes Lewis. So they have Tanya Lewis and, and Sternberger. Great. Do mm-hmm. not draft a tight end. I swear if I hear Thaddeus Moss again in a Packers mock draft, I'm gonna lose my mind. Okay. Well, at least not in the first. Well, no, even in the third. I hate that. Anyway. Really? Yes. Anyway, absolutely. I mean, I'd be just, okay with it for the fifth. Tasteful. Okay. All right. We'll get we'll talk about that in a later podcast. All right. Grading this move for Austin Hooper. I'm gonna say B minus only because I just I feel as though Demetrius Harris and David Njoku are gonna do the job you want them to do in this offense. And Hooper becomes Njoku with less catch radius and less of a red zone presence. And right. so I'm a little hesitant, but I understand they want to get weapons in there and they want to run the ball effectively. Now, the Jack Conklin signing, I'll start with that. That gets That's an, an A for a. me. Yes. Completely agree. Because I, yeah, I love th- that signing for them. Their tackles were booty last year. And I thought there was absolutely no way Conklin was going to get $14 million a year. I thought it was going to be way more than that. Yeah, I agree. And I thought, yeah, I think it's an excellent deal for the Browns. Get a left tackle at 10, golden. Yeah, I agree. And then... Carl Joseph. Yes. This one is pretty middle of the road for me. He's never lived up to like what he was drafted at. Yes, but I think he's worth a look because he's been serviceable at times. Yes. So I'm going to give this one a C plus for the Browns being ambitious. Yeah. I'll, I'll say B minus only because I like he could almost fill a, a linebacker hybrid role and, they lo- and they've lost Kirksey and Scobert now. Yeah. So you're looking at maybe more of a dime package linebacker than more of a box safety. Mm-hmm. Could maybe rotate. But again, he's playing front, get to the ball hit. And, you know, I think anything that can help the Browns secondary is big. So yep. I'm, I'm okay with it. It's a one-year deal. See what he's got. Make it or break it. Browns are making smart moves. And again, they, again, last season, last offseason, they did it again. Just want to see them actually, you know, see the returns on some of this. Okay. Big season for Baker also. Um. Rivers to Indy, one year, $25 million. Nate, reaction, grade, go ahead. Well, you know, it's always been the rumor. It's a one-year deal. It's kind of that, hey, play this game. We're going to look and see where you're at compared to what we have. And yeah. honestly, this team needed something really bad in terms of a quarterback juice. and a game leader. Now you have a vet, and I love Phillip Rivers. In a lot of ways, I love Phillip Rivers. Yeah. Um, not as much as his wife, uh, but... Uh, <laughs> I think he could take them to a division title, and that gets a B plus for me. Listen, you're t- this is what this is what I love about this division right now. The Jaguars are selling completely. Mm-hmm. Bill O'Brien's lost his mind, and 
The Titans paid Tannehill egregious money. Great. Let's go win the division. I agree. Do you say a grade? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think I said a B plus. B plus. Okay, that's what I would say. I think it's a, I think it's an upgrade over Brissett. And you finally give Rivers an offensive line. Let the man work. Naheem Himes gets a huge boost. You can focus on building weapons around this around this offense. Love that. Two second round picks to do it. Um, yeah. Think yeah. Think Indy's doing the right things. They got Costanzo back. They traded for big-time defensive tackle. They got a quarterback, and there's an upgrade. And again, Jordan Love, if they want to contend now, that's not the option. No. There is Herbert, yeah. really. Those no, aren't the win-now options. If they're in win-now mode, then it's no. Don't I draft think they're it. one of the few teams, though, that can be in both a little bit. Yes, that's a 100%. Retweet that, yes. So, yeah. Yep. That's Great about that for me. I, I like it. Yep. I give it a B plus. Okay. Now, the Los Angeles Chargers quietly been killing it, I think. Yeah, I agree. Quietly been killing it this free agency period. One, first off, just to bring this up, these two things up quick. Austin Eckler, just over $6 million per year on a four-year deal. <sighs> Couple, I think like two weeks back. Great value. He's been so productive. Then they go trade for Trey Turner and get rid of Russell Okung, who's been hurt and off the field. And they get a really good guard in the process. So right away, before free agency starts, they're killing it. Then they tag Henry. Mm-hmm. Already killing it. Now, Nate, I'll read the numbers for you on these three. I didn't mean to include Henry. I meant to include this other guy. But Brian Balaga, three years, $30 million. Got that? Mm-hmm. Chris Harris, two years, $20 million. Mm-hmm. Linval Joseph, two years, seventeen million. Right. Go ahead. I think they're all great. Uh, I love the Chris Harris signing. That trio that they Me have too. there with um, is it Casey Hayward, right? Not, I'm not getting yes. you confused. Casey Hayward wanted to say freaking something else. I'll tell you later. But uh, Desmond King is there, yep. uh, and Chris Harris. That's a great trio, and he can Gosh, play inside exactly. and outside. Yeah, probably put him outside. I would think. Yeah, I think King's got to stay inside. Yeah, so I, I but, really like that one. Obviously, yeah. uh, I give that one an A. Yeah, I, I think easily that was borderline. That's like that ninety-two point five. Like it's almost a ninety-three A plus. Like yeah, it's close. yeah, I got you, I got you. But um, Brian Bulaga. I love this signing. Uh, as much as it probably hurts, uh, I, this one gets a B plus from me. I think uh, he's a was a good starter for the Packers. I think he's going to step right in and help this line that basically almost ended Philip Rivers' career last year. Uh, yep. That's a huge upgrade, I think, to say the least. It gets a B plus. Um, as far as the other one goes. Man, uh, they have just been killing it. I'm just now, I think, realizing the absolute scope of how great they've been. What are you doing, parting with Rivers, if you're doing this? Yeah, I don't know. Just like, I just needed to say that. I love the Linval Joseph signing. They needed someone on the inside. And honestly, this is a good one. He's only, I mean, he is 31. I shouldn't say only, because he is 31. But he's still a good player, so I don't think age really works the same for everybody. I'm giving this one an A-. minus. Okay. So, I need to just say this to start off the bat. This team is left tackle away with Rivers coming back. That's easily a playoff team. Oh, definitely. So, like, so you're sitting there, you know, say 
Werfs. Werfs, what, you want him to be your left tackle. And you have Rivers. This team could beat the Chiefs. <laughs> I'm just, I am floored because it, they've talked about, oh yes, we're comfortable with Tyrod. Why? Yeah, why would you be comfortable when you Go can win. be chilling? Go win! Like, Balaga, never thought he'd get $10 million a year. I have no idea what Brian, what Goody's doing in Green Bay if you could get him for $10 million a year. I get it. I get it. He's past 30. He was the best offensive lineman in Green Bay last year. By mm-hmm. far. And so, you get him for 10 That's not even the best signing. I think Chris Harris is the best sign. Your secondary is King, Hayward, Harris, Adderley, and Derwin James. Yeah. Are you kidding me? And then you have Bosa Ingram. You have Jerry Tillery who's developing. He's more of a pass rusher. You now have Linval Joseph eating double teams. Oh my goodness, this defense. I am going crazy because this Chargers team is looks awesome on paper. Mm-hmm. And you thought, hey, you know what? Let's not bring back Rivers who could easily keep this team running. You saw them go 12-4 and in 2018, but hey, let's roll with Tyrod, and they're going to bring in a rookie probably who won't be able to get this team where it needs to be, at least on year one. So, mm, I want this team to contend right away. Because, it's almost again, like they're trying to be in the situation we were talking about with the Colts, where they are like trying to be in that position like yeah we're right. building for now but we're also building for later and it's I like understand. no why aren't you just going for it now like you're you're obviously not going to be able to do it you can't have oh, both man. unless you're just, in a specific situation right and so the three signings that we mentioned which again Linval Joseph I think is a B I wanted him in Green Bay you need to eat space in the run game they did that Chris Harris mm-hmm. Nate knows this is like my favorite cornerback I've ever watched play football yeah God, he's so freaking underrated. His whole career has been undrafted free agent in 2011. He's been outstanding in Denver. Then you had Belaga, who, again, close to my heart, Green Bay, all are over 30. So, they're all short-term deals, but they're all over 30. So, you're telling me this team is not in position to win now? It just Mm. doesn't make any sense. What are we doing? Anyway. Now. they They should force Carolina's hand, get Cam Newton in there. Yeah, maybe like, that's the plan. That is, yes, like don't trade for him, right? Make Carolina cut him, then sign him. That is a just a no-brainer idea to make this team contend right now. All right, I'm off the soapbox, Nate. I'm sorry. Are you I stepping just, down now? Yes, I am. I just love all the moves and I want that to win. We need like, you to like uh, take about hmm. 10% off there, Squirrely Dan. Okay, all right, I'm calm. Nate, you want to do the next one? Yeah, because I love this one. Actually, uh, you want to do just... We should include the next two, like, combined. Yeah, that works. No, can just we separate them? Can you okay. do you the can second separate. one? Just go ahead. Yes, you I'll can do the second, do the second one. one. Do you just start with the, the first? I'll add my grade in at the end. I don't want to put this man's mouth in my name. Or, name in my mouth. Um, This guy, I will. Quint Jefferson with the Bills. I love this because, A... He can play in a couple of different places, on the inside, on the outside, and with 39 pressures over the last two seasons, and only about, I don't know, maybe 50% of the snaps is a little bit underselling it, but he wasn't out there all the time. He's a depth piece with the potential to do way better than that. So for this one, it's getting an A for me, and I don't think we're talking about it enough. 
Yeah, so it was interesting because I was doing an article for Horseshoe Heroes on, on Quentin Jefferson. And I was like, okay, this guy's someone you can bring in on a budget. It was just been ext- it was had an extremely productive year for Seattle. Move at three tech, move at five tech, and that's yeah. what the Bills need to do. They need to have someone that they can rotate to those two spots because they lost Shaq Lawson. So again, I there was a stat where it was like a pass rush productivity, and he was like sixth in twenty nineteen in pass rush productivity from the interior, I believe. Um, so again, it's a really cheap deal, like super mm-hmm. cheap. What is it? Buffalo Bills, Buffalo Bills. Give me the deal, please. Two-year deal. I don't have the numbers in front of me. Whatever. Okay. It doesn't, eh, it doesn't matter. matter. I think it's like six or seven million per. Love that. This D line looks great. It's Ed Oliver, Jerry Hughes. You know, you got Quinn Jefferson there now. This this old this D line is still very good under McDermott, and we know how good McDermott can make it. Like he made Shaq Lawson look like. Promising enough to get a $30 million deal from Miami, mm-hmm. which I don't love, but that's beside the point. Um, we're not grading that one. They also signed Vernon Butler, who didn't do a lot in um, Carolina as a first-round pick. However, again, another guy that McDermott probably thinks he can bold into a good player. And so you have all these guys on this D-line that I love it. I think it's an A as well. So... The D-line in, in Buffalo is good. There's just no reason this team shouldn't win the division this year. That defense is so Love fun. It. Yes, it is. It is really fun. One of the, just I feel like we're going to be talking about Tredavious White the way I'm talking about Chris Harris right now. In like yeah, six I definitely years, we'll think be like, yeah, I think accurate. we'll be like, Tredavious White was one of the best corners we've ever seen, but he was just he's in Buffalo, so nobody talks about him as much. Right, except for the people so, that jump through burning tables. Yes, except for them. They'll talk love about him. him a lot. Love him to death, but yeah. So, yeah, love that. Hey, all right. Speaking of love him to death, this is not my feelings minutes. about this yeah. dude. Yeah, Nate doesn't like Stefan Diggs. Very understandable as a Saints fan. So, Bills traded for Stefan Diggs. They gave him a first, a 2021 fourth, and then a 2025th and sixth um, for Stefan Diggs. I will say I'm going to go B+. Plus. I still think they don't have that big red zone target guy who can mm-hmm. go up and get it downfield. However, you get now Diggs, who is an exemplary route runner. You have a deep threat in John Brown. Yeah. I think Dawson Knox is going to be very good in this offense. Yeah. He showed flashes rookie year. And again, the fantasy community was off on him because he didn't produce when, oh, my bad, DK Metcalf and AJ Brown were there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I so, think people get fantasy way too confused with real life too sometimes. I know. They're like, oh, this Dominator rating was so poor. It's like, yeah, because he's played with DK Metcalf and AJ Brown, who both yeah. had ridiculously good year. Anyway, yeah, I like the move a lot. I think Diggs is better than anybody you're going to get at 22, because I don't think any of the top three are going to get there. In the way that it's proven, at least, I, yes. I think that's the biggest thing. We keep coming back to it is it's a proven thing. Yeah, I we always made, go no, with proven talent. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I am a huge fan of Justin Jefferson. Huge fan. However. But I you don't Diggs know what you're a little bit get. better of a route runner can beat press a little better, and you know what you're getting. And again, yeah. like we said, this team is in position. This is their division now to take. And imagine how happy dude is to finally be in a new place. Like he's the know. guy. 
Yeah, and honestly, you know, you get the big red zone threat. You don't have that right now, but you could very easily have that by the end of the draft. Yep. Very yeah. easily. There's plenty yeah. of athletic guys that can Listen. go up and get it. Antonio Gandy Gold will be there the fifth. I mean, it's like, it's it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. All, listen, this team is a Josh Allen make the leap into a good starting quarterback. That's all they are from being a big-time contender in this AFC. Because now Houston has fallen off. I think we'll see Tennessee fall off. It's the Ravens and the Chiefs. Who's that third team? Maybe Indy. Maybe Buffalo. Maybe Pittsburgh bounces back. But the Bills could easily be the third best team in the conference next year. Mm-hmm. No problem at all. So, it was the right move for, for a win-now type of thing. Again, Allen's on the rookie deal. You can make moves like this to get a guy with $15 million cap hit this year. Yep. At receiver. So, love it. B plus. Yes. I think the Vikings now have two first-round picks. Again, they need to shed cap like we talked about when we fixed the Vikings, right? You know? Mm-hmm. We did talk about that, and so we they've did. done that. They've shedded cap. They now have two first-round picks. I think this is okay for the Vikings. They can get a receiver if they want. Will be much cheaper. That is very true. Get a corner in the first round, so yet they have those two options. So I, I, I think, I think it's a B for the Vikings, a B plus for the Bills. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I think it benefits both. I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I, I think it's got to go B plus for the Bills. Yeah, yeah, I, I think B for the Vikings is fair too. I can't really justify giving them any worse or any better. Maybe a B plus for what they got back, but I don't know. Yeah, but for right Again, now, it's gonna stick at that. Um, next year's fourth, no idea right now. Nope, don't care. Fifth and sixth, no idea what you're gonna get. Nope. Um, okay, really quick. Also, I know we're approaching an hour. However, Darius Slay sounds like he's gonna be on the move. The Lions signed Desmond Trufant to a two-year deal. Pre-team friendly. Trufant's got potential. And it looks like the Darius Slay trade is basically all confirmed now at the time we're recording this, by the way. I just saw it on Twitter. I don't know if you've been looking at Twitter So he's going to be traded. It's just not sure where. Uh, mm, Or is is there a team? Yeah, there's a team. It looks like the Eagles. It's the Eagles. It is the Eagles. Okay, I was going to say. Yeah, and he's also getting a three-year extension as a part of that. Okay. Yeah, that's the right move for the Eagles. And that contract's okay. going to be insane. So, I guess we can talk about it then, if that's almost all but been confirmed. Yeah, it's coming um, out everywhere. So Okay, so we'll talk about that really quick, too. Um, guys, I promise you, I get it. Luckily, we're not trying to cover all the signings, because this would be impossibly long. How um, far off are we from all the signings, though? I mean, there's quite a bit. Got, like, like maybe Dante 25% Fa- of so them like, here. So, like, Dante Fowler to the Falcons. We got, like, three, 25%. Three I'd give it a firm 25%. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Dante Fowler, how you Darius like? Slay. What? You, okay, Dante Fowler got 16 mil. That was just the first one. I was, like, looking at him. I had the page up, and I was just scrolling. The, was oh, no. We're on Darius Slay, homie. Okay, we're, not, we're not going any farther off this course. Fine. I'm okay. keeping you accountable. So, Darius Move. Slay to the Eagles... The Eagles missed out on Byron Jones. Love it. Now they give up a first rounder. That's the real question. So I don't love that. Don't know. However. <laughs> I do not have that okay, answer for you. Maybe they did. If they did. If they did give it up. Let's just say they did. 
If they did give it up, I'm going to give it a B plus. If they didn't, it's an A plus. The B plus is just because I think, again, first round picks, valuable. However, this Eagles team is in position to contend, I think, personally. So you get a you get a big, big time corner. Again, probably, again, another underrated guy in this league. And you're doing that over Gladney, Bolton, Henderson, guys you're not sure about. You have no idea. We talked about this proven commodity thing. Mm-hmm. Still thinks Slay's very good. So I think it's a great trade for the Eagles. And I think the Lions are getting back picks to try and rebuild this thing quickly. Yeah, I agree. Um, something that I actually talked about on my radio show earlier today was Nick Foles to the Bears. Uh, personally, I think this is good for the Bears. Um, if if you want to do what that front office clearly wants to do. Clearly, they don't really care about getting somebody that's going to for sure beat Mitch Trubisky. But yep. where I'm sitting right now, it's like, what other options do you have if you want competition for Mitch Trubisky? You're going to bring in a garbage can? I mean, like, it, it, it doesn't matter who you're going to bring in. I don't think Mitch Trubisky's winning that job. I really don't. And I think the, this is kind of a half-ass attempt to save face at the same time okay here we're making upgrades to our quarterback position but at the same time we're keeping it close enough to where mitch might be able to come back and win this and save face from the draft pick that we used on him which is arguably one of the worst draft picks that i've seen in my lifetime uh as we sit right now i could be wrong i like mitch trubisky don't get me wrong but it just hasn't Hasn't worked out. Listen, it all went downhill, and he's like, you got to call me Mitchell. Yeah, that's really true. It's just been my done after thought. that. My first thought. But, but yeah, I, I, I think Nick Foles, this team needs an average quarterback to be great. Or not great, but good. Because their defense Listen. is insane. That team should have won a lot more last year, to say the least. Listen, yeah, you nailed it. Competent quarterback play, you're in the playoffs with this. Yeah, team. they don't need a Patrick Mahomes. Well, everybody needs a Patrick Mahomes, but where they're at right now, to be good, they don't need that. They don't need somebody to carry this team. No. The defense can do that. They no. need a game manager. Yep. And what better than a former Super Bowl MVP? Yeah. That might not have deserved it anyway, but that's yeah. a whole other story. I'll give it a B, only because again, you're you're adding that contract, which not Yeah, great. it's not not great. So uh, no, I'm going to give it a B-. Um, here's my thing. is There was a report about teams wanting to trade for Foles for weeks. Ooh, oof. Um, that's not great to hear because that's yeah. a huge contract. And, and the fact that the Jaguars, if that's been happening for weeks, the Jaguars have been sitting here like, yeah, no, we don't want a fifth rounder for him. Yeah. What do you mean you don't? Right. You made the mistake. You got to move on to get rid of the fifth. I, obviously, they got a fourth, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, that's pretty good. I'm pretty sure. I, I, think, the Jags, I think the Jags win this trade personally. However, Foles could pan out for the Bears, and the Bears could end up being winners as well. Yeah. No, I think that's fair to say. If Nick I think Foles it's just contract is for me. adequate, then the Bears are yes. good. So I, and I, like, I would like to see that. I would like to see that. I know you yeah. wouldn't, but I don't have anything against them, so... I don't have anything against Nick Bowles. I have plenty against the Bears. I mean, that's what I meant, the Bears. So And, yeah, I, they signed Jimmy Graham also. That's yeah, terrible. which is that that was was a terrible bad. signing. It's over for him. He's over the hill. 
I, the Nick Foles trade is better than the Jimmy Graham signing. I guess I should so, say I wouldn't be mad that they signed Jimmy Graham. I'm mad that they signed him for what he wanted. That's also true. However, it might be a one-year deal with an option. That's yeah. the other thing. You have to dive into these contracts and look at them a little bit more. Because the cause NFL's salary cap is a myth. So Right. Right. But again, again, the Nick Foles trade, at least at the very, 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 very least... You are getting someone in there to push Trubisky a little bit. Yeah. Give him a little love nudge. Thank goodness. As you might say. Right. For him to do a little better. I don't know if anyone listening to this can tell. I don't really like Mitch Trubisky. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I'm tired of Bears fans complaining about him. Like, I I hope they do well so I don't have to hear it anymore. No, I can't. That can't happen. No thanks. Um, Okay. A few more to get through here. Jarrell Casey goes to Denver for a seventh-round pick. Are you... Listen. Was that English? What is this trade? Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah. I don't don't know what they were doing with this. I don't want to go on a rant that I did with the Chargers. But you made the AFC title game. Right. And you're like, yeah, we got to get rid of Jarrell Casey. For a freaking seventh-round pick. But I mean, I know I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to lose it. This is an A for Denver, and this is a D for Tennessee. Thanks. All right. Go ahead, Nate. I will expand on it, so you don't go off. I, I will can't. keep it light with the it. basics. You know, they're taking 11.2 in 2020, 11.6 in 21, and 13.2 in 2022. I don't know any more specifics other than that, but the average about 12 million. So, considering what other defensive linemen are getting paid, this is not bad. To keep Forrest Buckner's a, getting 21. Yeah. Keeping a, a, um, a core, that's the word I'm looking for, together is way more valuable than anything you're going to get in the Mr. Irrelevant seventh round. It, yep. It's stupid. I, I'm i going to go a little bit farther and give this an F for the Titans because <laughs> I the more I look Did at I it, the more D? I hate it. I think I said D. Yeah, I, I think you said D. I'm giving it an F. So. Uh, Jarrell Casey's like, underrated to me, so I'm giving it a B+. I completely agree. Um, again, I know they like Simmons. They should. Jeffrey Simmons is a beast. Yeah, agree. But why break up that defensive line? You paid Tannehill because you believe Tannehill can get you where you almost got to last year. Yeah, you were and so you tagged close. Henry. Like, you're bringing the gang back together. You draft a tackle at 29. You're getting this thing rolling again. Yeah, I don't get it. And then I you get rid of Jarrell Casey. Look, I get it. Teams want to shed cap. Maybe the Titans are doing something here that they're making a run at somebody. Right. I don't know how much cap space they have. I doubt they can make a run at Jadavian Clowney. I haven't looked. But let's take a little mention about Jarrell Casey, Von Miller, and Bradley Chubb playing. Oh, my line. goodness. The Broncos. The Broncos are the team you should be talking about right now that you're not. Yeah, that's true. If the dang Chargers had a quarterback, the Chargers would finish ahead of them, but they don't. So Denver, they're going to make the playoffs, and you can hear it from me first. Also, the Cardinals are making the playoffs. You heard it here first. Oh, that one has to happen. Well, I'm not like for anyone's job. That is like a lock for me. The Cardinals are, I think the Cardinals are making the playoffs, and now it may be too mainstream to say that, which stinks, but. Yeah, I agree. I just don't, I just, the Rams, oh my goodness, I don't even want to get into the Rams. Anyway, okay, 
Are we good? Drew yeah, Casey? I think so. Love Denver. Denver. If Drew Locke takes that jump, whoo, baby. And they take a tackle or a wide receiver at 15. I like GGs. it. Okay. Byron Jones. Yeah. Byron Jones to Miami. So Miami made some other moves. Shaq Lawson. Thought that was okay. They signed Ted Karras. Mm-hmm. Love Pretty Teddy. Cool. See him get money. Eric Flowers got $10 million a year. I assume he's playing guard. Right. So fine. Kyle Van Noy. Like that. Um, and then they broke the bank for, for Byron Jones. Five years. $82.5 Right. A lot of money. However... How much was guaranteed? Now I have to remember this because this was something I wanted. It's to fifty-seven because it was important. Okay, okay, so fifty-seven million. Eighty-two and a half total. I'm like ninety. I'm ninety percent sure that I heard that forty million of that fifty-seven is guaranteed. Yes, that is true. Years. So, with that being the case, if Byron Jones is good, he's going to get through that whole contract. If he is bad. The Dolphins can cut him. Can you imagine getting this contract and moving Big to a win state for the that Dolphins. doesn't have income tax? <laughs> that man got paid. Listen, I think, yeah, I think it's a great move for the Dolphins. I, I love the move, A-, minus because A, again, he's played two seasons at corner. So, he's been darn good at it. Again, he hasn't produced interceptions. I kind of railed on him for that in fixing the Cowboys more than I meant to mm-hmm. do so. And that may have been construed the wrong way. I just thought Dallas wants to be able to... They have to be able to do something. Miami also signed out for Clayton Fedulin, too. So. Yes, he did. He so did, pretty he did sign out for Clayton Fedulin. Of course, they don't even mention him on the I mean, he's only trash. like a special um, teams kind of guy. Like, he's a... Yeah, but he's a special teams guy. He's one of the great special great. teams guys in the league. Um. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I give this one a B+. Plus. I, I like it. I like Byron okay. Jones. It's a lot A-. of money, minus. but they've got the cap space I, to use. Listen, yeah, they got the cap space. There's no reason not to break the bank, especially if you can if get you out of it. You got it. Use it. They have now the pay. They now have the two highest cornerback contracts in the history of the NFL yep. on the same team. Our last one, I like. Uh, the Giants added some cornerback help that they really needed in James Bradbury. Uh, he's a great cover corner. Uh, isn't it like fifteen million a year? I didn't remember how much I saw for it this is. one. It is 15. At 15 a year, so, let's give it a B. I'm giving it a B. I'm going to say C+, and here's why. So, I actually like Bradbury. I remember the first time I heard of the Senior Bowl is Bradbury was at it. And they were showing highlights from him in practice of him pressing at the line of scrimmage, and nobody could get off it. Like, he, like, knocked a dude over mm-hmm. when he pressed him. I thought it was, I thought it was awesome, right? But here's why I don't like this. So you're the Giants. You have now invested a compensa- a, a supplemental draft pick in Sam mm-hmm. You had You drafted DeAndre Baker in the first last year. Okay? You drafted Julian Love. I know he's moving to safety. So you've invested all this into corner. Mm-hmm. Right? And now, basically, what Gettleman is saying is, oh, yeah, I don't like these guys enough now. We're resetting this, and I'm getting someone I like. Yeah. I just feel like they are either giving up on Baker too early. Again, Baker was a guy who, I believe he won the Thorpe Award. Um, 
But it was always, he was great at about seven yards and in. And once it got past that, it wasn't great. So, man, I just, I don't know what the Giants are doing, to be honest. Because they franchise Leonard Williams. I like him, but he hasn't been productive. You know, they signed Blake Martinez at $10 million a year. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, the Giants, look, I think what they should have done is thrown a lot at Jadavian Clowney to really get this machine running on defense. Whereas rather they've like, I like Bradbury. I just don't know if 15 million is good. Maybe that I didn't nutshell or get, bring that back around enough, but did you get what I'm? Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree. Okay. So it's not because I like Bradbury. I just don't know if I like him for that much. And they gave him 32 guaranteed. And it's probably the same thing as Byron Jones, where you can get out of it after a couple of years. I'm not gonna lie. I was definitely reading about how frosted uh, shredded mini wheats are the most underrated cereal. <laughs> Nate's like, all right, what can I do while Jake? I was just letting you have your soapbox. I just don't know what the Giants are doing. It's very difficult. Well, at least they don't have Bill O'Brien. Okay. So we start the show with Bill O'Brien and we end the show with Bill O'Brien. Yeah. Because he's a moron. Um. Okay, I just wanted to get to these two quick because I thought they were really good ones to talk about just quickly. Um, so Dante Fowler is going to the Falcons, three years, forty-eight million. Mm-hmm. Initial B. thoughts. Okay, I they I needed a pass well, rusher. I think he's more productive than what yeah. they've had. I mean, he had eleven and a half sacks last year. I think. Right, and so I like the deal. And if you can somehow get freaking Javon Kinlaw at 16, ooh, baby. Man, that division's going to be so tough about. to win when you have know, the that's what I mean. best it's quarterback like, in the division. Ooh, baby. It's so tough. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. Oh, also these guys, really quick. So the Las Vegas signed Corey Littleton. Love that. They also signed Nick Kwiatkowski from the Bears. So they focused on linebacker. Just want to note that. thought they did a really good job focusing on position they need. May take them out of the Kenneth They're definitely improving the defense, now, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Last one I wanted to talk about, Nate, really quick. B-plus for Corey. Javon Hargrave, three years. Yeah. Javon Hargrave, three years, $39 million to the Eagles. Uh, yeah, they had some other needs, but now that they've addressed the corner need, probably, uh, depending yeah. on what they've given away here. Uh, him playing with Fletcher Cox sounds like a great idea. Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson. Uh, could you put uh, Malik Jackson as like a supersized defensive end? So, I actually think Malik might be better than nose. And you put Hargrave at the three tech, even though they list him as a nose tackle, because that's where he played yeah. a lot in Pittsburgh. I really think he could be a three tech. Makes sense. And... Yeah, you have Malik Jackson. You can move around. You can move Fletcher Cox around. There was another guy that they have there um, that I can't think of at the moment. They have another guy. Prepare for the pocket to be pushed. While I'm looking that up, again, you have Derek Burnett on the edge. You have Brandon Graham on the edge. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Josh Sweat still has potential, I think, as a pass rusher. That was a guy I kind of liked coming out of Florida State. A little, 
a little more of a projection, injury issues, whatnot. There's another guy they have in the D, D line. Oh, Timmy Jernigan. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Goodness. This D line. Again, this D line might be better than the one they won the Super Bowl with. Now they have, like you said, Darius Slay. Goodness. Eagles should contend for playoff spots. Should win the division again. Okay. Hey, any final thoughts as we uh, wrap this thing up for 70 minutes talking about free agents and me going You got them all. I think my thoughts have uh, hit chronic 11.45 at night point. I think they're they're down there. That's I think fair. they're down there. That's fair. Goodness. All right. Well, if you lasted this long and you, know, you wanted to listen to a 73-minute podcast, which is probably what it'll be by the end of this, um, apologize. Maybe I'll dub this, Nate, and we are going to split this in we two potentially. That. I'll think about that. Um, it's just a lot of work. <laughs> maybe I'll put listen a to it in two different parts, you crazy animals, it. or do it all at once. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, I'll you. split it. I'm gonna split it at forty, where I start ranting about the Chargers. <laughs> just put the Jeopardy um, music in there for a minute. Three I'll just, hours. I'll just do it later. if I listen. If you listen to the podcast, um, I'm gonna put a poll out. If you want it in two parts, you can listen to two parts. For sh- uh, and where that. can we um, find that poll at? Find that poll at Jake NFL Draft on Twitter. Ah, yeah, um, that's where. At Nate JW ah. Sports will also be retweeting he that poll. He is also I there. Assume. Right. Um, also follow at NFL Mocks for draft yep. coverage. That's important. Um, Do it. Yeah, and and keep following us. Spreaker, Stitcher. Apple Podcasts, also NFL. Also, if you're really bored, the NFL and NBA have both made their streaming available until like May 31st or something like that. Yes, if you guys, yeah, really quick for those who listen, um, NFL Game Pass is now complimentary for what, two and a half months now? Yeah. So take advantage of that because that's what I use for film breakdowns. Um, that's what I did for my Buckner breakdown that I just did, and I'm about to do for Rivers. So definitely use that. Great resource. Um, has all the coaches' film you can want. You can also watch any game from last season if you want on there. Very true. Anytime. Good stuff. So can't wait for there. the Browns to sign um, LaShawn McCoy so they can trade him to the Texans for three first round yeah. picks. Yeah. And um, we'll tune with you. We'll uh, tune back in. Um, hopefully on Friday for you guys. Um, we're talking potential. You know, shake it up. Do another mock draft because a lot of things have uh, shaken up. But um, yeah, yeah. Make sure you're following both of us. Uh, we may have some live streams uh, coming up in the future, so be there for that too. All right, Nate. Any final thoughts uh, that you you love to close the show um, on weird things? So. Uh... Penguins got to wander around the Chicago Aquarium. And if there's nothing else going right in the world with COVID-19, just know that there were a couple of happy penguins. And that should make your day. Yes, happy penguins are the yeah. best, yo. So that's Penguins it. are awesome. Um, yeah, with that said, uh, we'll Bye. see you guys in the next one. Bye.